Hi there, welcome to Bull Babes Podcast. I'm Yanira. And I'm Anneli. And we're your hosts. Hello. Hi, welcome back to this episode of the college afterlife is what we're calling this episode. Yes, and our intention this time or this episode is going to be to encourage college, current college students (laughs) not to give up. Or grads that are post-college. Yeah. yeah, I know a lot of people graduated this past weekend, at least yeah. from our area. Yeah, so, so we wanted to make this episode for y'all. Um, We also kind of wanted to be almost like a, not, I mean, we don't want to call ourselves mentors, but uh, maybe this will help someone out, especially um, from a Hispanic background. A lot of, I posted a um, Instagram poll slash story, and I told you all to send me any messages um, you had about like career wise we've been in the industry for like what is it three years now almost three, three years. years yeah so we actually got quite a bit of questions and we um you're really excited too yes so. but before we do start that let's mm-hmm. catch up oh yes let's catch up for sure so what have you been up to this past week past couple of weeks <laughs> I guess mm, let's see this past week, I went Christmas shopping. I finished that completely now. I just need one more person to shop for. Um, and then work has been a little crazy because it's holiday time. Not that bad, though. Um, just having a little bit of struggles here and there, but it's not bad. It's doable. Um, we, You and I actually started doing self-development time. Um, I was really excited to start that this week officially so mm-hmm. um I'm really excited anyway what about you yes yeah, so I haven't been doing too much <laughs> I've been working I got a new position in my current job like the company got a new position so I'm still learning on that and then from there I have just done shopping but I cannot like <laughs> I get very anxious so many people being at the stores and yeah. then they're really bad at driving and then you kind of want to like almost not you don't want to but you almost like run over people because they just mm-hmm. like cross without looking and it's just crazy um but I've been trying to do some shopping I always end up something for myself or buying something for myself so that kind of that's hard <laughs> girl the amounts of times that I've almost run into people just for going Christmas shopping like right, right yes. now. Or, even, right now. or like them backing up. You're like, dude, yes. can you not see me? Yeah. People um, like literally will cross the street with not even looking across yes. like twice. I'm like, just be like, I'm walking. Yeah. So then I do that too, low key. Now I'm like, I'm <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, run me over. But um, so yeah, I've been doing shopping. Um, I've been hanging out with my friends always. But that's about it. And then, yes, Yanir and I started a new. A new thing for ourselves it's called self-development time so we call it sd time mm-hmm. um do you want to let them know what yes a little bit about what it is okay so my outlook calendar from work i am decided to block at least an hour a day to do any self-development things for myself and it could be self-development the reason why we came up with this and this is like literally for every day the reason why me and Anneli came up with this is because one day I was at the office <clears throat> and I was like, you know what? I We both actually haven't really worked on our skills. Like I look at my LinkedIn and I'm like, what skills can I bring to the table? I'm like, we don't really have like something that we're constantly working on for 
ourselves apart from the skills that we're gaining from our actual job, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So I'm talking like if we want to take a course on Excel or if we want to, you know, take a course on something else or get certified in something like that's the time to do it during that hour. Or just like necessarily learn something that's going to get you to the next point of your career. Exactly. So we decided well I have it on my outlook calendar so my boss can see it and say okay that's her personal time to do self-development time but Anneli she says she rather work on her self-development time in the afternoon right yeah usually even though so I have to be in the office two days a week and I I'm not able to do a course on there just because it's like I'm like on the company clock clock and laptop and like it can get flagged, like whatever. So I can't physically do it there. So I tend to, it's annoying because I tend to sit there and like watch TikToks like most of the day <laughs> when I'm like, I'm not busy. And so like something else like I'm able to do, I like listen to a podcast. I listen to an audiobook. try to do small things like that, even though I can't physically like be working on an actual course. Yeah. So, and I think that's like something that it should change with companies that like your company is not as flexible, but mine is. And like every company should be like this one because like that's self-development. Like, wouldn't you want, you know, yeah. your, it's like something like Excel, like it's, yeah. it's something that I'm going to be doing to better myself for this specific job. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's not, it's not my manager's fault or anything. I guess it's just a company. It's just yeah and i can't like take my freaking my own computer or anything to do it to do any personal work huh yeah Yeah. so it's kind of hard but yeah i try to do it like after work um for at least one hour so that's our goal like one hour a day focus on yourself yeah and i think the reason why i also came up with this is because i'm like dude no one else is going to take like the time to tell me hey go work on yourself Hey, I'm I'm giving you this project so you can grow in it. I mean, yes, the boss will give you work at your job, but outside of that, like, what do I bring to the table? And so I'm taking an Excel course. Um, I do the Excel course about once a week, and then all the other days I either read, look at articles, or something like that. Or like mm-hmm. sometimes I take that self development time and I just like I don't know, like listen to podcasts, like you said it, or like read a book or anything like that but that's like my time because I'm like dude like it's just crazy how like I'm working eight hours for a company and I should be given at least one more hour for myself Mm -hmm. and you know what I'm gonna take whatever I learned during that hour and I'm gonna apply it to my job eventually yeah whether it's next week or whether it's now or later or whatever um but that's what that time like, that's how we came up with that time. And you guys should, too. I'm really encouraging people to do it because it's just, like, a huge breather. And at the end of the day, you, you'll look back and see, wow, I worked on something every single hour, every single day for an hour. Mm-hmm. It all adds up. It's easy to break it up into little increments because you just have the time for it versus, like, sitting there, like, oh, I want to do an Excel course. Like, I'm going to sit there for 10 hours. That's not doable no it's easier to break it up like in a daily thing and that hour like typically we're watching the show on netflix or hulu whatever or on our phone like it's so easy to like 
spend two hours or so on freaking TikTok and like yeah. it doesn't hurt doing 30 minutes or whatever it is, whatever's doable for you. But if you're not working on it, then I mean who else is Yeah, and then I have this thing on my phone. I set it to like you can set it to work mode. That's something else I've been doing. And I set it to work mode um from like eight o'clock AM up until like five. Yeah. It's a do not disturb thing. You still get messages, but it's not going to notify you. And then also on social media, it doesn't notify you. So like, it's so good. Um, And I've been getting a lot of my work done quicker because of that. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not like, oh my gosh, there's a notification on my phone. No, like I, oh, and then another thing too is like, that's what I've been doing lately. And it's been working out for me well. Another thing that I do to keep myself like organized and on top of my self-development time and whatnot is I have a journal. Um, I write in my journal every single morning as soon as I get up and check my emails. I write in my journal and write down a to-do list. So um, let's see. What else can I... I think that's it. Mm-hmm. That's been it. Um, but the next thing, we're super excited about this one. Like very excited. And we've been working on it. It just... It's finally coming to life I guess you could say so we we finally opened our own Instagram for our podcast so it's officially going to go up like today today so you can actively follow it at um bold babes podcast Mm -hmm. on Instagram so yay no one stole that from us (laughs) Uh, we're going to be posting quotes and stories and reels and TikToks and stuff like that on there we're going to be way more active on there than our personal one I mean our personal one don't get me wrong we're still going to be posting but on this um podcast instagram it's gonna be more like how are we doing here's how my day's going um here are my struggles here's some motivation for you to keep going throughout the week and stuff like that so um stay tuned for that yeah you can actually it's live right now by the time that you're listening so you can go and follow yes and we're very excited we'll be adding polls questions trying to get more input from you guys because obviously we want to talk about things that you guys are interested in and also like put our real put ourselves like out there a little bit more yeah all right so with this moving on to the next topic with this um podcast being the college afterlife we wanted to catch you up on college from the time that we were in college I guess our senior year up until we graduated up until now so we kind of wanted to tell you a little bit of our past jobs without giving you guys too much information. I'm going to try my best, but I guess I can go first. Um, so my first corporate job, I guess you can say, was an internship. I had two internships while I was going to school. I had a summer one, and then I had one that I did my senior year. So I had about, mm, I guess, a year, a year um, before I graduated under my belt for experience with internships okay if you're in school and you don't have an internship yet if you're doing undergrad you need an internship you -hmm. need an internship point blank if you want to get a job after college um it's going to be so much easier for you if you get an internship but anyway yes because if you don't like me it's very very difficult to get a job yeah they for some reason want you to have that behind your like under your belt because if not they automatically not automatically but it's easier for people with an internship and that experience to get one yeah and I will say an internship like the internships that I had were very like eye-opening 
My first one was honestly, it was for Girl Scouts. I'm just going to say that one. Nothing else I'm going to say. That one was very marketing based. That's when I got the introduction to marketing, how that works, how you can study your audience and how you reach out to them, how you talk to them, blah, blah, blah. That was the first thing. The second internship was more of a uh, supplier to a yeah, it was a company that supplies to a retailer. That one taught me a lot from like a little bit of Excel, a little bit of PowerPoint. It taught me a little bit of how it all kind of works out, how a product gets on. Um, actually, we didn't work with a retailer. We worked with um, restaurants, but how an item gets on the item menu of a restaurant, stuff like that. So those little basic things you learn in internships, and that's why they choose People that have internships versus someone that came out of the retail store or worked at a, I don't know, at like a store. I think I already said that. Yeah. Um, but that's the why. You get the fundamentals. You get a little bit of experience. Not a whole lot, though, because they're very like do a little work for me type of thing. Like that's what an intern is. Yeah. And I, th- I feel like they automatically <clears throat> just assume that people that come from a real t- retail store or like a job like that, like that they don't know corporate et- like etiquette, mm-hmm. which I don't think it's true because I worked at a retail store and I mean it's very different, especially for Hispanics. It's very different, like yeah. culture shock. But it's just that's how they're gonna do it. So we one hundred percent recommend you to get an internship. Ooh, that's a good. Actually, you put it out something really good because I think corporate etiquette is taught being an intern from the end. That's the one thing I took from being an intern, actually, the corporate etiquette. Mm-hmm. They would tell, like, my boss would, I had a really good boss, and she would tell me, like, you know, like, you're not supposed to say this when something, when I would want to slip one out or whatever. Or, oh, next time this is a good opportunity for you to do this and that. Or, like, I love how you're, like, you're very confident and sitting up straight compared to other people, like, that's a good thing to say. It gives yeah. you the confidence yeah. to easily transition into a yep. corporate setting. Yep. There we go. Um, but anyway, so I was an intern a summer, and then I was an intern um, my senior year. I think it was like half a – no, it was a full semester, so probably like six months, maybe less than six months. So I had about a year under my belt of internships, okay? I did not struggle finding the next job, full-time job. The next full-time job I had was actually a temporary job. I knew that I needed to get my feet um, into a retailer because um, I don't want to give away what retailer we work in without like exposing myself where I live. But we live in a really good place um, where we have a retailer that's incorporated where we live. And I told myself, okay, I need to get my feet in to that side. So I don't want to supply anything to them, but I want to work on that side. And I want to work with merchandise and see how that goes. Okay. I needed to get my feet wet. And so I took on, I did like, um, I think I only did six months for of that temporary job. As soon as I hit six month mark, I was like, all right, I am out. I need to find a, a full-time job that's going to be not temporary anymore. So again, that was just a temporary job. It was going to be for a full year. I left, I got promoted after six months. I moved over to a marketing operation setting after that. Um, and I was there for two and a half years, I think. I think, or two years, something like that. I think two and a half. I think I was there for two and a half years. Um, and then after that, I am where I am now. I work for a supplier, not gonna say which one, 
maybe quite yet. Maybe one day I will. Um, and I work in sales. So I'm a sales coordinator. Um, so yeah, I went from being a associate manager to being mm-hmm. a sales coordinator. It was not a cut back. Let me tell you the retail world versus the supplier world is different. Um, you might think I got a cut back in money, but I actually didn't. It's actually a lateral, technically an up move, but technically lateral, but however you want to see it. Um, but that's where I am now. So I work in sales and I love it. And I'll tell you why later on, but that's, that's my resume right there in a nutshell. How about you? Mine's way shorter than hers, but okay. So when I was in school, I was working at a retail store. Absolutely love that place of the people that work or were there with me. Um, so I don't regret that at all whatsoever. Um, and I know I love retail in general. Like I love being able to talk to people, you know, helping them choose outfits. Like I loved it. So I wasn't, anyway, no regrets. Then, um, whenever I graduated, I was a little behind. So yes, I walked in May, but I didn't finish until the summer. I still took oh. classes in the summer. <gasps> I didn't know that. You yeah. did? Yeah. I, I still took like strategic one there was two some one class and then I took like a strategic management class so I wasn't done till the second term of the summer so then um doing that like obviously I couldn't find a a job because of that and then um I had gone to like the career fairs and stuff and given my name um so that's how I got my current or my past job um that's I got recruited in and then he gave me a couple options and I went for one of them um, at the beginning of that one, it was, I mean, it was so different. I didn't necessarily want, want the job. Like it wasn't really something, but I did gain a lot from it. It was just like a job I went, went into just because I needed a job, which kind of sucks. Um, so I went into that. I, I worked there for two years and I feel like one of the main reasons I stayed was because of like COVID and I didn't want to go into some other role and then get like laid off or something. Mm-hmm. So I stayed for job security. Um, from there, I was there for two years. I, I then moved to another role within that same company. Um, so I'm, that's where I'm at right now. Um, temporarily there. Um, but eventually <coughs> I hope to get something like obviously that I enjoy, um, being like an analyst isn't really up my alley right now I'm more of a like I want to be able to be communicating and talking to people mm-hmm. so that's where I'm at right now I don't need my job I'm just not exactly where I want to be just yet so that's my little story in a nutshell <laughs> all right next question is um this isn't we're not at the Instagram questions by the way you guys this is this was something that we wanted to give you guys a little bit of background that way you guys can better understand where we're coming from with the advice that we're about to give you with all the questions that we got from my Instagram. So the next question that we wrote down was what are our future goals now? Do you want me to go first? I don't one? care. I can go first or you can go first. I don't care. I can talk about it. Okay. So, um, do we want to say that? Because I, I'm comfortable with it, but if you're not, it's okay. We're talking fine. about something on the list. <laughs> Actually, no, I'll let you go first and okay. then I'll add my, go all right. <laughs> um, so, I am where I kind of want to be for now. Um, And I do see myself growing in the career that I am in right now. Actually, 
I'm in sales and I never thought I'd go from marketing to sales. I always wanted marketing for the longest time, guys. I, ever since I started my degree plan in college, I wanted marketing, marketing, marketing. Now that I'm in sales, I'm like, I love it. Because you get a little bit of different worlds. You get to talk to a lot of people. You get to like, you get to um, do a little bit of analytics, but not too much. Like, it's like happy medium. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like I'm building queries, you know what I mean? Like I'm looking at numbers and I'm understanding and I'm reading the story and I'm trying, I'm at that place in life where I'm liking the company where I'm working at. I'm loving the treatment. I'm loving what I'm learning. If this tells you anything, I've learned more in my current role that I've been in for the past, I've started in August. So it's been like four months I learned more these past four months than I learned probably the last two years years. and that's a really good thing that means like you're being challenged and I love that for you so now my future goals is obviously do the SD thing I want to graduate or graduate I want to do more um courses that I can put on my LinkedIn um so I want to become more more advanced in Excel so I'm trying to do that with my SD time um, and then I am planning on going back to get my MBA this Ooh. fall, um, mm-hmm. if I get accepted and if everything goes well, we, Anneli and I, we were in my friends actually in general, like I told them, I was like, okay, I really want to go get my MBA. Like I need to talk to, we've been mm-hmm. networking. Well, I've been networking, um, a lot with people and trying to get their point of view. I'm like, okay, you did MBA, you did uh, masters, like you did full-time MBA, you did executive MBA, like what's going to be for me. And I think the executive MBA at the university that I went to graduate through my undergrad from, that's, um, probably for me the best bet. But anyway, that's one of my goals, um, for the next two years. It's only two years, so that's good. Um, and obviously I want to move up in my company that I'm in, hopefully within the next, I don't know, three years, two years. We'll see. Um, and that's it. That, those are my career goals. <laughs> okay. So same thing, even though I'm not at the current job that I genuinely want to be in, I also, if I do get accepted, I want to get, go back and get my MBA as well. I think my purpose for it is obviously yes, to grow myself, but you, you're opening up your eyes to more opportunities when it comes to seeing like other careers other people networking um I think that's like my big thing on it the reason why I want to go back so definitely going back and getting that and it's so nice that my two really good friends want to go back too yeah so it just makes it a lot easier and like more motivating to do that like we know we all work very well together so it's just going to be so much one fun and like obviously challenging because it's Undergrad was hard. So yeah. Just, just, just imagine. Yes. <laughs> MBA is going to be tough. Girl, we're, we're going to have a hard time, but we got each other. But it's so, so fun. Like, I miss the studying. Like, I miss all that because it was just so fun with them. Um, So that's what we're excited about. And that's one of my goals here in the future, next three to five years. Aside from that, obviously, I want a job working with merchandise. Um, One of my dreams has always been to work with clothing, no matter how small, how big, whatever. I want to be able to work with clothes. I have always been obsessed with it. Um, and I feel like that's why I 
completely enjoyed my retail job because I got to work with that. Um, so that's one of my goals, opening up something, maybe with my own business. So I'm still trying to figure that out in my future, but it's, it's getting there. Um, I'm not, I have friends that are helping me out and motivating, motivating me. So it helps a lot when I feel, I'm feeling a little stagnant. Yeah. And a lot of you guys are probably going to be asking like, why are you guys getting your MBA? Like what made you guys get your MBA? I think like Anoli says, it's just the process of it. I think, right. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that we get to like network with other people. And I think getting your MBA while you're in corporate is going to be huge because you're going to take those skills that you learned during school while you're learning in school, you're going to apply them to your job. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what really motivates me. And whenever I was in undergrad and I worked in a small groups, like especially at like our community college the first two years, I felt so confident because it was a small group. Mm -hmm. I was always like number one person to talk. Like I was always like sitting in the front of um, the class. I always got to know my professor. Side story. When I was taking, when I was taking, I think it was like consumer behavior, something like that. I always sat in the front and I was very upset because I knew I was going to have a C. I was going to end that course like, no, wait, a B. I think it was like a B. I ended the course with an A only because, shh, don't say his name <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> but I was so happy because every morning I would come in and I would say like hi to the professor. I'd get to know him a little bit more. And I think, I think. He gave me an A because of that. Because I I think I ended it with an 81. <laughs> and then everyone was pissed at me because all my friends took it. And they're like, what the heck? Like, that's not fair. But it's like the simple talks. Like, I miss that. I miss getting to know professors. And then finance was so hard. I don't think I was failing that thing. And I would go in there and get tutoring in the mornings. Like, I would wake up at, like, freaking 530 in the morning. And I'd get to his office by, like, 7 just to have tutoring, and me pasó el viejo. He passed me. I was so happy because a lot of people end up failing that class or they end up getting C's. Yes, that one was a tough class. Tough. And it, it's funny because we're going to have to take a course like that. Um, yeah. So. I think that course was really hard for me because I was, I didn't know what finance really was, I guess. And now that I'm an adult, okay, I, I know what finance is now. I'm like, okay, you know what? We got this. We got mm-hmm. this. We we finance. We do finance all the time. So anyway. Anyway. Yeah. You were saying? Oh, how we're very excited about that and how we're possibly, hopefully getting in. Yeah. I guess we'll find out this coming year. Month. <laughs> 2022? We'll find out in January <laughs> by next year. Um, if we get accepted and if we end up doing it. I mean, one thing is getting accepted. Another thing is, like, are you actually going to do it? So, like, Well, right now, all three of us, it's three of us. We're set to do it. The thing is getting in. Yeah. So we Because, like she said, we've talked to people. And the money, too. It's like, it's oh, my gosh. Expensive. It's so expensive. So that's the thing. It's more than a car, if that tells you anything. It's very expensive, but you're investing in yourself. Yep. Which I know there's a lot of comments like, oh, like, why are you going to get another degree i know a lot of people are against it but a lot of people are against it a A lot lot. which we're actually gonna put a poll up we're gonna put a poll about and ask if you think it's worth it which oh yeah we're just curious yeah but that's a good idea but everyone we talk to nobody everyone that's done it yes everyone that's done it that no one complained no and they don't regret and they all say it's so worth it like 
you get your money's worth. Everyone said that. Like, mm-hmm. I swear to you, like, a lot of people get like 20 to 50K more than what the position is posted for. Because you can mm-hmm. negotiate that. Once you have that MBA under your belt and in your name, you can negotiate that. And it's nice because honestly, it gives you confidence. Yes. It gives you the confidence receiving that. Yeah. So I. I mean, if anyone has, like, negative comments, like, that's okay. Like, we understand, but... Let me tell you this. What? All right. Why are we going to get our MBA? Why? It's because our undergrad has worked for us in our favor so far. We we don't have a retail job right now. Mm -hmm. We don't have... Like, we're not where our parents were, right? So our degree has technically helped us. And if if it's worked out for us, that's why we're going to go get our MBA. Yes. That is very true. And I actually have a comment to say because people are probably like, well, Anneli just says she's not where she wants to be. But I I know I'll let you know why in a second because of. Oh, and yeah. So it's but anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Do we want to start on the questions? Yeah, I think that's a good transition for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So one of the questions was, how do you prepare for an interview? Mm-hmm. let me tell you my resume is amazing it's great I've worked on it you know it has helped me like it's amazing I get interviews now me interviewing is completely out of the question I don't feel like I'm confident when it comes to interviews um, I may have the experience and everything but I'm just like I struggle with it I'm very honest and very like well, I have the experience, but kind of person. And I think that's no. that's held me back from it. If you don't go into your interviews with confidence, you're not going to get it. And that's like coming from me. The reason I am in my position or with the, the company I'm in still is because of me. Like, it's the confidence. And I'm letting you know that because Yunira is amazing with interviews. And she'll tell you how to excel in them. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I feel I feel so flattered right now. <laughs> no, she legit is good. Like if you guys have a question about an interview, go to Yanira. Just go to her. She's like really, really good. You know what saved my butt? What? My HR class that I took in college. Mm-hmm. That thing taught me how your inter- how your first of all, how your resume. <laughs> Sorry, that was my dog that scared me so bad. <laughs> Anyway, that class taught me, this was at the university that I was in, that class taught me how to, how my resume is supposed to look like, because recruiters only have like six seconds to decide whether you're Mm -hmm. a good candidate or not by looking at your resume. They taught me that. And then they also taught me like how to do a proper interview. And they, honestly, when you're doing an interview, I think my biggest tip in how to prepare for one is... Write down all the possible questions that you can get from Google. Mm -hmm. They're always going to write those questions. They're always going to ask you something like that. The the questions that they always ask is like, tell me about yourself. So that's your chance to write, to talk about your um, resume. Um, Weakness, a weakness and a strength. Why do you want to work for us? And you need to sound confident Mm -hmm. all the time. You need to sound confident on your resume that you've done. And then also you need to sound curious. And last one, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. 
Oh my gosh, but I actually have the funniest story about an interview and I just remembered it. So I'm kind of like cracking up. So when I was an undergrad, I actually had an interview and I, you'll remember when I start saying it, but um, <laughs> he's like, oh, like I met up at the place and he's like, oh, like we're going to get coffee in oh, this interview. Oh God. I was like, oh, like, okay, like no big deal, whatever. <laughs> we went to, which is Kennedy's Coffee um, in Bentonville. We went there. Tell me why he goes. Never mind, I forgot my wallet. Ah! <laughs> I remember this one. First of all, why are you having your interview at a coffee shop? I don't even know. I think I should have took it as a red flag and I'm like, you know what he should have done? He should have booked like a room at a university or they at a had an office though. They had an office. Why would there. he do that? Yeah, that that is so unprofessional. But it was the funniest. Dude, I don't have a crazy interview. Dude, I haven't seen any postings from that company anymore. So I, I haven't bet, I bet you I anything, was, they're off. Probably going to, yeah, they probably went downhill. That wasn't the only one that was horrible for me. I've, and then another one was one time I went into, it was an internship interview. He's like, why do you want it? Like, do you plan on being long, being here long term? Like, kind of like, what's it called when he's like, drilling you down like oh you better like if i'm gonna if i'm gonna hire you you better see her stay here forever kind of thing oh god and no. it was a <clears throat> oh <laughs> dude that mm, that guy i remember you else. told me you're like oh my god I, did, I this was horrible yes well i also had a really bad interview one time it wasn't that i did bad because at the end the guy was like oh you're my top interviewer but the guy was asking me questions like oh how would you describe your car? Like, he's being really rude. Like, asking me questions about my freaking car. He's like, is it dirty? Is it clean? And I'm like, well, I had just eaten Chick-fil-A, girl. So I left my stuff there. And so I'm like, it's pretty clean, except I just had Chick-fil-A. And he's like, well, let's go look at it. We weren't walking down to go look at my freaking car to see if I was telling the truth. That's so crazy. Do you ever just like want to get up and leave from them? Because I've oh I like ninety nine percent of them. I just want to get up and I wanted to get up and leave in that one because that guy was so rude. First of all, he's like, "Why do you want to leave the current company that you're in?" Well, I don't understand why you're leaving. If that's my dog. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, um, Toby, stop. Sorry, your ears probably hurt. There was, oh, 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 I have another one, too. Wait, no, I just forgot it. I, I forgot it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so how do you prepare for an interview? Like I said, go over your questions that they possibly will ask you. Um, look up the description of your job that you're going to go interview and make sure you know a little bit of it, and especially the company. Make sure you know a little bit about the company, um, at least the basics, like how it came up, who's the CEO, um, the industry that you're working, you're about to work for, like study that because if you know, if you show that you did your research, they'll know that you're taking it serious and they most likely will give you the job. And I know I know I said earlier, fake it till you make it, but not really. You're not faking it till you're making confident. it, but you're like making what you learned or what you've gained. You're making it the best thing ever. So like the last mm-hmm. job that you had, if it was really bad and shitty, well, make it like sell it, sell your the skills, even though the job might be bad you most likely gained some skills from it all the time. So take those skills and sell the skills, not the past job. Yes. Told you she's good. Well, also make sure, make sure you know you're interviewing them. Cause mm-hmm. that's where you're going to be for a little bit. 
So make sure that you don't go into a job you don't necessarily care for. Yep. And make sure you ask a lot of questions, a lot of questions to make sure that you're going to, they're going to be a right fit for you. Yep. So. And make sure that the job that you're taking is towards the direction that you, where you want to be later Mm -hmm. on. If it's not, then pass. Um, If the interviewer is asking you really hard questions, pass. Um, If there's any red flags, like they're taking you out to a coffee shop and then saying they forgot your wallet, pass. Or if you know what I mean? You, yeah, or if they're making you feel like you're not good enough, pass. pass. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, that's how you prep for an interview. Um, and I recommend – my dog is crying. I recommend you record yourself, look at yourself in the mirror. I know he does that, right? You do that? You no, I do, yeah. Um, <laughs> and have someone else, like, practice with you. Yes. So moving on to the next question. How long should you stay in a position? Oh, girl. All right. It varies. It varies. If it's, if you're freshly out of college, like I'm talking like I just graduated, let's just say like, I don't know, let's make it up like this December. All right. If you just graduated from college, it's your first job. I recommend you stay as long as you want to stay. Um, if you feel comfortable staying there for six months, a year, two years, it's going to vary per person, but until you feel like you've gained enough experience and skills to take, to move on to another job, then that's your answer. Um, for example, at my temporary job that I took the full-time, the first full-time job that I took out of college and it was a temporary job, I was supposed to stay there for like about a year. And I left, I was only there for six months because I was like, no, like I need to start looking for a new job. Like I'm ready to bounce. I cannot wait a year. What's going to happen Happen after a year? After this temporary job is over, are they going to give me another job? I don't think so. So I got to do what I have to do in order to keep going. So then I moved up and that's that was that. So stay as long as you feel like you're ready to move. Yeah, as long as you feel like you're growing and you're being challenged, I would stay there. Yeah. Um, but it does vary, though. It does vary. Because the, the retailer that I was at before, most people stayed about two years or a year and a half because it's a fast-moving environment. But if your company is a slower-moving environment, and you'll know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. especially if you graduated and you're in the area that I'm in living, you'll know exactly what I mean. But if you're in an industry that's a little bit more slower, then – they're probably going to have you there for like three to five years in a position and that's okay. But just like, know like where you stand. Mm-hmm. And, and if you like your that. job, like if you genuinely like your job, I don't think it's necessary to like constantly like be jumping around or yeah. bouncing around. So it does, it does vary on the person. Yeah. But I will say those that move like positions within the company or outside, I see like those that kind of not necessarily jump around, but those that have been in the, I don't know how to explain this. Like people that keep moving around? Yeah, but not really. Like sometimes moving around is good with good timing. Yeah. Because then that'll show that, okay, this person has experience over here, over here, and over here. And they're perfect. A to well-rounded person. Yes, but how do I say this? Hopefully you guys are kind of following along with what I'm saying. Like the people that are like, for example, me, like I'm a huge example of this. I jumped around. I did two internships. I didn't stay afterwards, even though even if they were to offer me a full-time job, I said, no, I'm going to go jump and explore something else. I went to a retailer. 
Um, I worked there in the corporate office for two and a half years. Now I'm in a supplier. They saw that I had um, a supplier background, marketing mm -hmm. background, and merchandising background at a retailer. And we work with the retailer. So all those skills that I gained from those different jobs, you see what I mean? Yeah. So every job has basically made you the person you are and made you, I guess, shaped you to get the next job. Yes. There we go. Yeah. And those that have different skill sets mm -hmm. are the, are a little bit more valuable than those that have stayed in a company forever and they're in their position forever. Yeah. yeah. So like no matter what job you end up <clears> taking, <throat> like make sure you're pulling everything you can out of that career job. Yeah. That way you like, Yanira said, it, that way it leads you to the next position that you want. Yeah. But if you're not feeling comfortable, leave. If someone's making you feel uncomfortable and you've already told like, You've already told someone about it, spoken up about it, leave. Like if the if the corporate as a whole is not respecting you, leave. If you're having personal issues or whatever, leave. Or you, if you feel mentally drained, leave. Yeah. That's why I left my last position. I was Me just too. mentally drained and like it was affecting like my physical like being and like mm -hmm. everything. So sometimes even just the mental health, like it draining. Yeah. The draining of it, like that's sometimes the you need to know that you need to leave. Exactly. I left my last position. So I told you guys right now that I started my new position in August at a new company. I left my last position because I was not like, I was like an Elliot. I was not okay. I went to therapy. I had depression. I had depression and anxiety at that last job. It wasn't until I got my new job where all that left, mm -hmm. all of it left. And I, I have three notebooks right in front of me. I write every single day in my journal, like I told you guys before this podcast in the morning, I write down everything I need to get done. And then I was so depressed and I couldn't get anything out of my body and I couldn't talk to anyone. So I started journaling. Girl, this past weekend or this past week, I went back and I saw the journals that I had written in the past job that was, that was making me depressed. And it was deep. There were days where I'm like, I'm feeling so unmotivated. I, um, you know, I'm not feeling okay. And I look back now, just four years or four months later, and I'm like, why did I stay at this job if it made me feel this way? Mm -hmm. And maybe I guess the job was just not for me or the environment was just not for me, but I'm in a better place now. So this is a tip for you. If you're not feeling comfortable, if you're feeling unmotivated as F, it's okay to feel unmotivated here once in a while, but if it's an everyday thing, and if you feel like your job is, like, messing with your mental state, get out. There's another job out there better for you. There's another company that probably will treat you a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So make the move and don't be afraid. I made it. I was really afraid. Like I said, I was going through depression because I knew I had to leave. Um, and I knew I had to take a break. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We all go through it. Yeah. Even though it's very scary for you to make a choice like that, it's if it's going to help you out in the long term, yeah. do it. Yeah, just do it. I will tell you this. I I mean, I have a mortgage to pay. That's what really worried me getting it or leaving my job. Um, and I had to talk to my fiance about it and be like, hey, can we make this happen? Can we struggle a little bit while I take a break before I go to the next job? It was really difficult decision, a really difficult topic to talk about. We all have to go through it, but your mental health goes first. So mm -hmm. the next question is, 
What do you do when you're feeling unmotivated at work? <sighs> that one's one that we got yeah. through Instagram. Yeah. So I don't know. It's different for everyone. I personally, yeah. I need to go out and like, even if I need to sit outside, if it's cold, I don't care. I need to be out in sunlight. I need to go on a walk. I need to go find a distraction when it comes to like, I don't know. I guess my big thing is going out on a walk to get a little bit more motivated and then come back and like do a write down a game plan. Yeah, that's good. Writing down the game plan, Daminio, every morning, like I said, I write down like things I need to do for the day. Mm-hmm. Even if it's simple things, like, I don't know. Just checking Take a break. it off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I don't get as unmotivated as I did in my past job, but in this job, there are random days throughout the week where I'm like, oh, I don't want to work. And I let my coworkers know sometimes I'm like, I'm having one of those days because we all have those days and it's mm-hmm. okay to be like, I'm going to go take an hour nap. I'm sorry. Yeah. I have to, or I'm not okay mentally, or I'm going through this personal thing. It's okay to take a little break. It's okay to go on a walk like mm-hmm. you sit outside so that's something i i guess like what motivates me oh what motivates me starbucks coffee on Honestly. friday i go every friday once a day or once a week <laughs> once a day. Once a day. that's more like a nelly yeah. <laughs> um i go every friday just to like kind of pat myself on the back and be like okay bitch like you made it through the week mm-hmm. i um, go on thursdays because i get paid there you go <laughs> so i'm like let me go on thursday it's a little motivation yeah um and i love i don't know I don't necessarily care for coffee, but just going just makes you feel some type of way. Yeah. Like, I love going in and feeling, I'm very, like, it's like an empath. Like, I like their vibes. Like, it, I like going to the one here in Lowell because the girl, I think her name is Cece. She knows <laughs> me by my name. She's like, hey, like, you haven't been here in a bit. And I'm like, Ooh. dang, I've been going to the And see, that's like, Starbucks getting like, to you because their their tactic is to personate everything. Or no, personalize everything. But that's a thing. And it gets you. Yeah. yeah. No matter where you go. Like, the little, your name being on the little cup or like, Yanira, in order for Yanira? I'm like, yeah, you said my name right. Like, mm-hmm. it's a little things. It just makes you feel better. Like, it, you go in with such a good mindset and then they like, uh, like they share it with you kind yeah. of like they share their happiness and then because you it motivates you to go and like go back to work like oh yeah, yeah I got my little coffee like yeah I'm a bad bitch yes <laughs> I agree I love that yeah but yeah that's actually what I do to motivate myself um yeah but it's okay <laughs> it's gonna be a long yeah. podcast um anyway we were talking about how like um going to get coffee motivates us but anything else um i think music having upbeat music not slow music for me helps me out yeah i think sometimes you just need to get out of your because you've been working from home sometimes you just need to get out i think that's my thing like i just need a tiny break and like i just need to go do something else no matter what it is yeah even if i need to go like just to make coffee like take a break yeah taking breaks and then another thing too is like rewarding yourself for doing some things like after i've checked off certain things i'm like okay now i can go do this Mm -hmm. like now i can open up my instagram and look at stuff for 15 15 20 minutes it's fine Mm -hmm. um so anyway that's how we get motivated at work but not to get confused there are some days where we 
can get unmotivated, but there's if it starts becoming an everyday thing, girl, either check yourself or just check out <laughs> and mm-hmm. quit the job because yeah, it but gets like you're that. right. Like I haven't been feeling unmotivated to where I don't want to do my work. It's yeah, more like I'm motivated because I'm like being a little lazy. But. Yeah, <laughs> and it's okay. Yeah. Um, how do you negotiate your salary? Is the next question. <laughs> this is not a question for me. <laughs> um i've tried negotiating my salary i think definitely do your research as in like find out how what's the median and what's the lowest pay and the highest pay that people in your in your position are getting paid first of all that way you can kind of know the number have a high number and then have a number that you're comfortable with show them the high number first when you're negotiating be like i think i deserve this raise because xyz you have to back it up guys Mm -hmm. back it up tell them what you did to get that raise why you deserve it and then tell them your first number which is your highest number always give the highest number worst thing they can do is just say no or say can we meet in the middle when they say can we meet in the middle give them your next number which is not the highest but the second highest number if that makes sense i think i think at the point you need to ask what the range is. No, that's why shoot. I just said right oh, now. Okay. Do I your just... research. Okay. Find out the range the that your your workers, your colleagues around you are getting paid. Yeah. Once you know that, and you can find this out on your company's website, if like your internal company's website, and if they don't provide that, they should. But if they don't, you can always ask HR. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they can kind of give you a range. Um, and if they don't, then look up on Google and look up what how much people are getting on Glassdoor.com. Yeah. Look up how much people um, in your position are currently getting paid. That's how you're going to find out what the appropriate high number and immediate second to high number don't, is. Don't lowball yourself. Never. Mm. Me, I work, my last position was all negotiation and I'm over here like, mm, I don't know. I feel like it's it's hard. That is a very hard topic in general. But yeah, it's like uncomfortable to have these topics with your boss, but but know your worth. Yeah. If they're not giving you the raise, it's almost a red flag to me because it's like, dude, like they're they should see the work that you're putting in. Especially right now that inflation and everything, like this next year or whenever you get a raise, like you need to ask for more money, no matter what it is, because everything's going up. So therefore your pay needs to go up. And you also need to make sure that your company, because I've been noticing this, I've been reading some articles lately and I've been seeing that more and more companies are actually bumping up their salary workers pay like 10 to 15 K. So if your company's not doing that, you better do it yourself. (laughs) That's pretty much what I'm saying. (coughs) Next question. How is corporate different from what you expect coming out of college? Um, do you want to start this one? See, it's hard for me to say just because when I, the position I went, I went into, everyone was young. Everyone's very young. We're all, we were all recent grads. So like, it kind of felt like a high school to me, like not necessarily high school, but we were all young. So it was just very relevant to me. So I personally didn't find it too different. Like, obviously, you still have, like, things like the guidelines and everything. But, like, I don't know. I know Yanira had a completely different. Because, like, in my my job, like, we would, like, blast music, like, rap and all that. Obviously, like, as long as they're not cussing or anything. But, like, it was just, like, a very loud environment. So, mine was nothing culture shocking at all. 
and mine was extremely culture shocking to me Mm -hmm. um I went into my first full-time job first of all I was the youngest one almost I think almost in the whole the freaking bless you in the whole building almost like I was the youngest one with the full-time job so that tells you anything and I was at the corporate office um it was a little shocking too that there's a lot of older people and I was the only Latina. It was just me and like maybe three, four, five others. That's that I thing. knew of. That's a thing. I feel like there's not a lot of Latinos. Latinos. Just kidding. Oh, Latinas. <laughs> um it it was different than what I expected out of college. And I think the only thing that's really honestly different for me now is that timelines are due because mm-hmm. they're due and then you're working with like really high up people I never really thought I'd, I don't know why being in college I just never really thought that I'd be working with VPs and directors I don't know what I was thinking I thought I was going to be babied a lot more really yeah I thought oh my gosh they're going to care for me and they're going to help me grow in my career someone's going to like my boss is going to help me no you need to help yourself. I think that was my biggest shock. Yeah. And then obviously, like, being Latino, like you said, um, that was another huge shock. I felt like sometimes I don't fit in or didn't fit in. I felt like it's just different. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is very different. Um, My past job was very, like, male dominated I guess is that how you say it yeah but you guys so like they would always talk about like football and all of that bland stuff that I don't care about so it's like and then obviously they have different views which is a little bit harder in my like my position I was maybe there was like two two Hispanics working so it's just a lot different when it comes to that aspect and I get that um and I know you near us. Like she said, there's all they were all older. Yeah. More experienced, you would say. Mm-hmm. I feel like people in my job, I mean, they were older style that they were in the office right at like 7 or 7.30. When in reality, we didn't have to go in until 8. They would work until 6. That's crazy. I'm like, why? You don't need to do that. <laughs> anyway, um, the next question is, are y'all working on your degrees? Like, are we using them? And... My answer is yes. That was another culture shock, I guess, for me. And where I'm working at right now, the first thing, I remember my second week, they asked, a lot of people were asking me, what university did you go to? It was not even a question out of like, like everyone in my, pretty much everyone where I work at has degrees. And I don't, I think that you're supposed to have your degree where I work at to get even a job. Mm-hmm. So yes, we are working our degrees. And it, the reason why I say we are working on them is because we're about to go get our MBA. So that means we're working on them. Like we, we're putting yeah. them to work. Yeah. A lot of the people that I work with too, they have their degrees. <clears throat> I'm going to say about 80% of them. There's like a couple that, you know, have been working there. They moved their way up. But I feel, I feel like... I got my job with because of my degree, but I'm not using my marketing degree in my current role. Yeah. Just me, not you, Neri. That's that's me. Um, but yes, I know. 
What's the next one? Um, how do you get, okay, so the next one, I'm going to read kind of like what they wrote. Um, someone said, I would love to know how to keep a good relationship with your boss and coworkers. Something I've realized is that as a Hispanic person, it is often harder to bond with white people because we have so many different traditions than they do. So often I have to pretend like I know what they're talking about. Even though I try so hard to be myself at work, I feel like I often get weird vibes from people around me due to my heritage. It may all be in my head. But just wanted to see how you ladies deal with it or if it's ever happened. Oh, girl. <laughs> it's different. I mean, I'm the only Hispanic right now on my whole team. It's different. Um, we do have, I do feel not weird, like, not like as if someone's out to get me. No, but like, yeah, sometimes I can't relate. Like, I, I just can't relate for some stuff. Like, for example, people talk about their lake houses and how they grew up at the lake. And I'm like, I was poor. Um, I went to the lake for the 4th of July. I said carne asada, but <laughs> I never owned a boat. I yeah. never had a yacht. I never had a beach house. I mean, a beach house, a lake house. Like, I can't relate to you. But yeah. a lot of people, it's like normal. I'm like, mm, no. Like a lot of people, it's normal for them to be saying things like that. Or like, oh yeah, my family goes on vacation every year. Like, oh yeah. Like a year up and this and you're like, yeah, someone said that their family goes on vacation every Christmas, and, like, they said it like it was normal. I'm like, oh, wow, like, that must be really nice. Mm -hmm. Like, Christmas for us is going to the rancho, or <laughs> Christmas for us is, like, making tamales and spending quality time. Like, it's yeah. different. Very it's different. different views. And it's very – it's hard to to sit there and, like, try to, like, tell them just say they don't know. Like, some of their comments are so unnecessary, too. I know. They're yeah. like, you're just like, mm, like, I don't, I don't know. There's like a ton of like, that I can't Since even. we are the first Hispanics to be in corporate, one of the first ones, like. In our families. In our families. And then in the work setting that we're probably going to be in, um, or that we are in, I think it is our responsibility to educate those that don't know, mm -hmm. that are willing to open their minds yeah, up. Because we can't assume. I mean, it's not know. our responsibility. Let's face it. But we kind of have to set the tone for the rest of the people. And I know it sounds unfair, but sometimes it's okay to point out to someone and say, hey, I feel offended here. Or, hey, this is what I do as a Hispanic. Because I, I was not afraid to be like, yeah, we make tamales. Yeah. You want some? <laughs> I literally was like, you want some? Yeah. But no, that's true. Like, they obviously don't know. And I feel like yeah. most of them actually they're very everyone's really nice yeah they just don't know yeah and you're right if you want something to change or you want to make you more comfortable in that setting you need to let them know like yeah. you need to talk about it and tell them exactly what you do that was one of my biggest regrets one time when I was working someone made a comment during our meetings to me and I never spoke up about it so speak up Mm -hmm. especially if it's like a boss or something like that or someone higher or someone that you work with on an everyday basis speak up I regret that but um don't let anyone disrespect you point blank mm -hmm. so there's a difference between like educating someone and someone trying to disrespect you yes. and say something racist speak up and defend yourself because if you don't they're gonna keep doing it Mm -hmm. or they're gonna get what they want at the end yeah like there was this one time so I work with drivers there was this one time a <clears throat> driver sent over Mexican candy Mexican candy is like a lot of like tamarindo a lot of like 
brown candy, basically. Yeah, the candy is brown. And he made a comment where he's all like, what is this? It looks like dog food. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Like, I may look very shy and everything, but no. Like, I will go up to people and I will, like, you know. And I was like, no. Like, it's a type of candy. Like, it's a fruit. And he's like, oh. Like, I don't know. But, like, sometimes you do have to put your foot down and tell them, like, you know, that's really disrespectful. Yes, I was going to say, I would have honestly told the guy, like, it's, first of all, it's not dog food. That was rude. Oh, no, I did. You did? Yeah, I did. I was like, "Mm, yeah, it's actually candy, and it's a very popular candy that a lot of people like. Um, But, no, like, That's a good example of, like, someone that's crossing the boundary. Like, first of all, the driver was sweet enough to send the whole team candy. Mm -hmm. But, like, for you to sit there and, like, say crap like that, that's, like, mm-hmm. not okay. But, no, um, other than him, like, other people are very sweet about everything. Like, they want to know because they don't know. Yeah. So got to culture them. And this person said that they pretend to know what they're talking about. Well, sometimes if you don't know, speak up. Yeah. And it's okay. They'll explain it to you. They're not going to mm-hmm. look at you differently. Um, most people that I've dealt with are really nice when I tell them, like, yo, like, what I don't it? understand yeah they're yeah. very nice in explaining everything it just depends how the, how you put it to like how you explain it or how you ask mm-hmm. um okay so the next question is how do you deal or no how do you deal with personal details that like do you share that with your boss like you know and she said or he said whatever I'm super private with my life, and I often hear that so many people walk to my boss's desk and literally tell them everything. So I wonder if I'm weird for not opening up more. That's a really, and I really, I loved that question that this person told me because a boss is, like, you're supposed to keep it professional with your boss no matter what. Mm -hmm. And if you see that everyone around you is going up to your boss and opening up and being like oh my gosh you're my best friend don't don't do that yeah I would be careful <laughs> with that. yeah I feel like if your boss genuinely wants to know about you and he asks you the question or ask they ask you the questions go for it to an extent yeah don't but- tell them about your personal life unless it relates to work and it's going to keep you from working okay then yeah tell them that but if it has nothing to do with work don't even talk about it don't even talk about oh I'm on you know I'm single or like I'm having problems with my boyfriend like don't do that yeah so personal issues keep away yeah um so keep doing what you're doing it's fine it's it's gonna make you more professional than the other people that are but going up to your but then again like build a relationship with them Mm -hmm. ask ask appropriate questions like oh like how was your weekend yeah like oh overall how's your family yeah so when it comes to that yes but when it comes to like personal like boyfriend girlfriend stuff no. drinking mm-hmm. no don't, don't do it that. yeah don't do it because I don't know there was like for example like I had a boss I talked to and I'm like I was very more open to versus like I had another one that I dang I don't like to say this but I didn't like him and like <laughs> he didn't know me in the aspect like all my coworkers know me so he was all like oh and Nelly's like that or like he'd make comments like that because like sometimes you just need to not tell them everything yeah sometimes you just have to keep it like i said professional and high key um but if you are like let's say you did go through a breakup okay and you just can't work you're crying or whatever tell your boss 
Yeah, if it's gonna your... it's gonna affect. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Someone else. Oh, I got another question. I forgot to write. Our it. last question. Mm, I think so. Um, someone's in the process of switching jobs and they haven't told their new employer, but they wanted to take two weeks off. So technically, like, when is the right time to ask for PTO? If you already know that you're going to be gone two weeks at a certain point, tell them up front. That's what I did. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to be more, like, upset that you kept it to yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're moving jobs, um, they're going to be nice to you, like, the first month. (laughs) They really are. So they're not going to say no to your two-week PTO. And sometimes you just need to go and tell them. Like, no matter yeah. what, I feel like if just they know, then they're more willing to be okay with it. Just because they'll work around you. Yeah, and they're going to appreciate that you told them ahead of time, A. Then B, mm-hmm. um, they're going to find out who can cover for you. So that's even better. Mm-hmm. They're going to have time. Um, and if you already booked your flight, then tell him that too. So he knows that you were serious and that, you know. Because yeah. that's what I did. I had to go to Mexico, and I didn't know when. I didn't know, like the time frame at all but I told them probably in this month or this month I told them that on like the first week of work (laughs) Mm -hmm. um sometimes it's not that professional to do it right away but mine was more like um it wasn't because I had to take a vacation it was more like this is my life and I have to leave the country to Mexico because xyz Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit different but then there's me um I've since I, like, started, like, I take week vacations and stuff, um, and I let them know. Um, most of the time, I may not have, like, the full PTO time because ours is accrued, like, throughout the week. Um, so, like, I got my job in November, and then I really, really wanted to go to Mexico in February, but, like, I didn't want to tell them. I was like, whatever, I don't, I won't go. <coughs> but I was like, no, I actually want to go. Like, I'm going to tell them. Like, and, and I went up to them. I was like, hey, like, can I talk to you? I... I really want to go to Mexico. Like, this is the reason why. Like, is there any way I can get the days off? Yes. Like, they're like, yeah, let me go ask so-and-so to see if we can approve that. I got my vacation. Um, I didn't fully get paid for all of it, only because mine is, I get paid hourly, hour, hourly, salary, salary, hourly, something like that. Um, So I was able to take that week off. And then, then again, in October, I took another week. And I have a full-time PTO. Like, it's my, it's, if, if you're able to ask, if you're not, like, if someone's going to be able to cover you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Always take your PTO, too. Like, be considerate 100%, but also yeah. make sure you're telling them ahead of time. But, and then also take mental health days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Take a random day here and there, you know, like, it's fine. Um, but yeah, these were really great questions. Thank you guys for submitting them and for this was a long podcast, but I think it's going to be a really good one. Um, and then we're going to just close it out now. So just remember to follow our Instagram. It's um, at Bold Babes podcast. podcast. So there you go. Go follow us there. And I hope to hear from you guys more. I really like the polls. I really Me too. like hearing from our audience and like, I just love it. It makes me feel good that we're that you're towards the right direction. Absolutely. But yes, this is the end of it. Follow us and have a good day. Bye. Bye. Stay tuned till the next episode. Bye.